Good day and welcome to Film Exploration of Ash Hurring. We are closing into the end of Season 12 where we are bringing you an episode a day, every day in the spirit of Halloween. And for today's episode, I bring you an unknown of the horror genre, a film that is purely atmospheric than horrific. I present to you the debut work of Andrew Patterson who wrote and directed this 2019 horror mystery, The Vast of Night. Starring Sierra McCormick, Jake Horowitz, Gail Carana and Mark Bannock. The word Roswell is never declared, but it is at the tip of our tongue when we start to piece things together about this film's setting an equivocal fictional town of Cayuga, which sits in New Mexico, a story that unfolds to be something else entirely in the heart of the 50s. For a debut tackling what we must assume is a sci-fi attempt with a noticeably low budget, this film manages to really heroping the real remnants of the Twilight Zone in the minds of the audience, absolutely capturing the very tone reliably from start to finish. The film tries to hide the lack of expenses of rather enjoyable long takes that have a Sorkin-esque dialogue bouncing between two characters, as at the same time we learn the geography of this town. The director must be given his due credit with pulling a daunting sci-fi movie with a modest budget, probably the genre you want to sidestep with a lack of funds. The precision and emphasis on detail with the blueprint of the scenes, camera movement, the use of location is next to perfect. You can effortlessly work out that rehearsal timing and storyboarding was severely time-consuming in the pre-production and filming stage, and it allows the audience to completely advance themselves in something that we don't quite understand in terms of the plot. That being said, subconsciously we all know the narrative, the simple dialogue that gently echoes in a nightmarish manner in this quiet town, there's something in the skies, has already flagged our assumptions and our minds which surround your entire viewing with a tingling tension and a somewhat exciting anticipation to when they will address what we think is in the sky. The focus of this film is gentle and uneventful, a high school basketball game, and the film is like a balloon slowly pumping up but never close to popping, but that in itself is still creating an unspecified trepidation to something that we've only had theories about. The entire whereabouts of the whole town is presented to us right off the bat as they all attend the basketball game, provoking something to freely present itself in the dead, desolate streets outside the packed gymnasium. The design of the town is mapped out for us slowly and with the real-time element we are completely informed of the background events and the details of what is happening at any given moment in the movie. Once the audience is aware, Patterson chooses to depart us following Everett and Faye who stroll to their night jobs in the now empty streets of Hyuga. She mans the toe switchboard which lets us know who isn't at the game and he hosts a nighttime radio show which updates us which because of the direction keeps the audience knowledge very central allowing them to cover all points of what's going on, who might not be at the game and the news that callers might alert us to. This is where the traditional cliches start to drop and where they are done in a way that doesn't detach us from the story and makes us think that we've seen this before. I mean, the prior build-up has erased any prejudice on where the film might go now. As the night job starts, we start hearing strange calls, strange noises, callers mentioning something weird going on in the outskirts of town, radio signals going fuzzy, all the usual trivial signs of an electronical issue. But in a sci-fi film, the non-trivial signs of a chilling presence... The detailed implementations in this film is its film's bread and butter. Pattinson has somehow made a movie about a UFO hovering over a small town in the late 50s renewed, blowing an air of elegance to this plot that sci-fi fans are all too accustomed with, and not because of the budget but because of the directional choice on the story, has somehow circumvented all the formulaic sci-fi elements this film could have done easily. It remains centre to the characters and the location, it never veers away from the town or the central roles, and the film never decides to exploit some kind of release for those who fancy a peek at the last page of a well-built-up book book. 
The severity of the detail easily grounds us with this film's setting. The Sputnik references, the huge glasses, the tail-thin cars really places us in time. But unlike Stranger Things, the time in question isn't condensed or reduced to that exploitation of being set in the 50s. This film, like I said, remains with two central characters who are simply investigating what these strange noises are and what is going on on the outskirts of town. The Vast of Night is a small-scale movie that flexes plenty of filmmaking muscles, a story that centrals on a town, the people, and a simple occurrence that needs investigating out of curiosity. Outside of this transitional shots between locations where we showcase the empty town, the director chooses tight interior spaces to juxtapose with this threatening empty frame shot outside. The camera work really captures an atmosphere that resonates fear when outside and mildly safety when inside. The score and sound design back up this film's remarkable performance and even flirts with a Twilight Zone-esque imagery at the start of the movie as the camera is prowling towards a TV in an empty living room. The film reeks of a cinephile behind the story's script and director's chair with the hidden references scattered throughout the film like the name of the town itself, Cayuga, a throwback to the Twilight Zone's producing company, Cayuga Productions. Even the radio station calls our WOTW our homage to War of the Worlds, a novel that was adapted to a radio play. The character of Rennie, a reference to actor Michael Rennie who plays Clartu in the 1951 film The Day the Earth Stood Still. And even one mask asks about the title, a title taken from the William Shakespeare's The Tempest, which quotes for this be sure tonight shall thou have camps side stitches that shall pen thy breath up urchins shall forth at vast of night that they may work all exercise on thee every reference if notice is relevance to the movie itself the presence of aliens the eerie atmosphere resonating out of the twilight zone the radio station being the center of the plot and of course the title that connotes from shakespeare's the tempest that the vast of night is this dark side of the world that night which is endless unlimited and of course as we know from this film mysterious anyways that's all i have time for with the vast of night a film came across by accident as i was scanning through films to watch so it's available on amazon prime if you want to check it out but please drop me a follow on instagram that's film exploration ah or lowercase or one word and you can also subscribe and follow my podcast on itunes google amazon and spotify for now thank you for tuning in to season 12 of film exploration with ash hurry I know the score.